Mechanicsville. How you doing today? This is another fine day that God has put together for you and for me. Yes, it's this day for you and I to rejoice in, to be exceedingly glad. Yes, he woke us up again this morning, started us on our way with new grace and new mercies. Yes, renewed just for the day. Yeah, God has given you everything you have need of for the day, so don't worry about anything today because his grace is sufficient and whatever you might find yourself at today and whatever you may be involved in today, just remember that God is right there with you and that his grace and mercy is sufficient and they're right, right there with you. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Washington, D.C., good morning, Baltimore, Maryland.
Christ. We give God thanks for this wonderful day. Yes, good morning, Wilmington, Delaware, London, England. Uh, good morning to you this day. Yes, San Jose, California. Yes, Pasadena, Maryland. Uh, we take our hats off to you this morning. Good morning, Sewell, New Jersey. We thank God for you. Springfield, Virginia. Yes, Waldorf, Maryland. We thank God for you. We thank the Lord for this wonderful day which he has made for you and for me. Yes, France, we thank God for you hanging in there with us. We give God all the praise and glory and honor. He's worthy of it. Yes, can you think of anybody else who is worthy of your praise and worthy of your worship? <clears throat> I don't think so. I believe it belongs to him. Yes, he's the one that started you on your day today. Yes, what a wonderful day today is. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Well, we've been in Psalms 119 uh and we know that Psalms 119 is really focused on the Word of God. Uh, David gives different uh, definitions to it. But we thank the Lord for it. And uh, yesterday we got as far as uh, verse 64. And at least reading, we didn't have an opportunity to make some comments on it. Time kind of went away kind of quickly for us yesterday. And uh, some other things that got my attention uh, as well, first thing. So we just give God thanks. Uh, be sure to share this with uh, your family members and friends and co-workers. we got plenty of space, plenty of room. Yes, for uh, some more guests and whatnot, for some more persons who may want to listen to be a part of this Good Morning Mechanicsville uh, ministry and whatnot. We just thank God for the opportunity of being able to uh, share this with one with another, to be able to encourage each other. And again, just want to say to you, if you're listening uh, t uh, to this and, and and we know many people are, uh, just drop us uh, an email. Just let us know that uh, you are with us, uh, and we just give God thanks. Even if you may not be doing it live, you may be listening to it at a different time, uh, which most people are doing, uh, just give me a note. Drop me a note at pastorcurtis at hotmail.com, and just uh, let me know, hey, um, we listen, we're here for you, and keep us in your prayers as well. We just give God uh, thanks for this. Yes, we want to start off in verse 65. And again, this is broken down into eight uh, sections, eight verse sections. So you can just read one section, uh, eight verses, and just meditate on those things and think about them and speak to the Lord about them and grow in your understanding about the Word of God. And we know that the Word became flesh. Mm -hmm. There was a time when the Word had not become flesh. It was just spoken and uh, it was just written down. But then later on, we found out that the Word became flesh. And Jesus then looked back on what had been written and said, Look, all these things, they testify about me. They are about me. They point towards me. What had been written points to that which is alive now, the living Word. And I tell you, what a tremendous truth for you and I to discover that Jesus is, in fact, the living Word. He is much more than the written Word. The written word is somewhat limited uh, in trying to describe an unlimited person, uh, Jesus Christ himself. So we thank the Lord for that. Verse 65 says, Thou hast dealt well with thy servant, O Lord, according unto thy word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now have I kept thy word. Thou art good and does, does good. Uh, teach me thy statutes. The proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep your precepts with my whole heart. Their heart is as fat as grease, 
but I delight in thy law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. The law of your mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Mm -hmm. You and I can see very well that uh, David is in love with the word of God. I mean, he just... He's in love with it. He enjoys it more than anything else, and it has provided for him uh, more stability and more strength and more peace, uh, more joy. In fact, he values the Word of God uh, above everything else. In fact, he speaks of it, the fact that even more than riches itself, more than gold, he esteems the Word of God that way. And I wonder how you view it and how I view it. If we have this kind of love and this kind of esteem uh, for the Word of God. And uh, we can go beyond just the written Word because you and I know uh, David's time, the Word had not become flesh. Jesus had not been born yet. He had not come into flesh. He had not been born of Mary yet. Uh, the prophecies about him had not been fulfilled. But you and I live in a time when Jesus has become flesh. Yes, he has. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just give God thanks for that. But if we have that kind of desire and see the knowledge of Christ and fellowship with Christ being that extremely important, you know, it won't take much at all to get us to read the Word of God and meditate on it. And even uh, prayer, our prayer life and conversation and uh, fellowship, that kind of thing, uh, quiet time as we may make reference to. Uh, we would value that highly because we have this opportunity to to be in fellowship uh, with the living word, with Christ himself. You are alive, I'm alive, Jesus is alive, the word is alive, and so we are compatible uh, one with another in that regard. And so I just give God thanks uh, and praise for that. And he, he says, look, thou hast dealt well with our servant, O Lord, according to your word. He notices and sees that God has been faithful in watching over his word to perform it. And uh, David was a recipient of God actually doing what God said he would do. Mm -hmm. He saw that uh, uh, that God had dealt with him uh, according to what God had said, what he had spoken. And you and I can rest assured that the word of God shall not change. It's, it's going to be fulfilled. And what God says to you and says to me, uh, we'll find that God deals accordingly with that. Let me give you a real good practical example. He said if we would acknowledge him in all of our ways, that he would direct our paths. And then he goes on to say, if we would commit our works to him, that he would establish our thoughts. So as you're venturing off to work or if you're at work or or any other kind of uh, activity you may inv be involved in, you would acknowledge God in the midst of that, mm -hmm, that, that he would direct your path, and then if you would commit to him whatever is set at your hands to do, he would establish your thoughts. Yes, he, he would uh, help you to think correctly about whatever it is that you have your hands set at to do. No matter what it is, if it's being a nurse today, if it's being a doctor today, if it's being an attorney today, if it's being a postal worker today, yes, it doesn't make any difference. If you're being a stock person, you're being a clerk, being a cashier, being a secretary, being a computer scientist, being a computer operator, it doesn't make any difference what it is, whatever your hands are set at to do, God said, if you will commit that to me, 
uh, I would establish your thoughts. Yes, there are times when you and I will be somewhat over our heads in the sense that we may have responsibilities that might outweigh our capacities, our abilities, and we need some help. We need some advice. We need some insight. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I had a service technician out here yesterday, and he was looking at our air conditioning system, and he had a couple of questions in terms of how he should do what he had to do. And so he got on his phone and called a supervisor, called someone that may know more than he did. In fact, he told me, he said, man, I, uh, you know, I don't have no problem at all. If, you know, if I'm looking at something, if I need some help, I'll call somebody who knows more than me <laughs> so he can get some insight. You know, as a result of them talking back and forth, uh, he got it taken care of uh, right away. And so I thank God for that. And the same thing happens for you and for me, that you uh, commit your works to the Lord and whatnot. Uh, you can talk to him about what it is that you are involved in, and he will establish your thoughts. He'll give you some insight, some wisdom, some knowledge. Uh, after all, isn't he God? Isn't he all-wise, all-knowing? Doesn't he have that capacity, that ability to be able to do that? Or is what you're doing too much for God? It's beyond his pay grade. <laughs> I doubt it, I doubt it, I doubt it. So David says, look, God, you've been dealing with me mm -hmm, according to your word. And he, he was a servant of the Lord. And you and I, we are children of the Most High God. We are sons and daughters. And how much more uh, will God lead us and guide us uh, by his word? He says, teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed your commandments. This is, a, this is marvelous that, that here is David looking towards the Lord, looking towards God, uh, for good judgment and knowledge. He's asking God to teach him this. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that is very instructive for both you and for me, that the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, he's the, the, the comforter. He's also the tutor. I like the word tutor because it means it's a private thing. It's not a big classroom that you are one of a number of persons sitting in the classroom learning together, but rather this is an individual, private a tutor, someone who is able to deal with you one-on-one -on -one and deal with me one-on-one. -on -one. And that is, a, that is an awesome privilege that God has made available to each one of us that uh, we can be taught this way if we are open uh, to, to what God wants to do in our lives. If we believe, first of all, that God is able to teach us, if we really believe that God is able to do that, then we can uh, very hardly uh, fall right in step with David's mindset here. He says, teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. And he's looking to God to, to teach him uh, good judgment and to teach him knowledge. Yes, it's amazing. I believe God desires to do that for you and for me. After all, he is our father, and fathers have that primary responsibility for the education of their children. I know we put them on the bus and send them off to school, but you know something? Uh, we still can't get away from our responsibility of teaching them some deep things that the Board of Education cannot teach whatsoever. Uh, my oldest daughter, she and I, she talks with me different times. She asks me different questions and whatnot. Father, Dad, what do you think about this and that? And uh, she's open to my uh, sharing with her, and she learns and gets insight uh, from me in that way and I just give God thanks for that she she's a manager on her job she has persons that are under her authority and whatnot but yet she still does that because we have that father daughter relationship and 
God desires the same sort of thing for you and for me. We have this father-child relationship, and he is willing. In fact, Jesus is one of the greatest teachers. He, he, we see God teaching, teaching, saying, look, look, look at the birds. Yes, look at the birds, look at the birds, look at the birds. Yes, mm-hmm. Yes, and so we give God thanks for that. Before I was afflicted, verse 67 reads on, I went astray, but now I have kept thy word. Yes, uh, there were some times when, when he got out of step uh, with, uh, with the Lord, and, and that happens with you and with me. There are times we just get out of step. Uh, we don't mean to. We, we desire to be in step, but there are times when we are out of step. There are times when the flesh just might be a little bit over, a little bit dominating that particular day or that particular situation we find ourselves doing something that we know we shouldn't be doing we find ourselves saying something we shouldn't be saying or we find our attitude our disposition being not what god would have us to be and and this affliction said before i was afflicted i went astray mm-hmm. yeah, but the affliction the the, the discipline the chastening that uh, that god gives every single one of us and we're told that if we are not chastened of God, then we are not real children of God. But every child of his, he chastens, he disciplines, he does what's necessary that we might uh, walk in his righteousness. And so uh, David said, before he was afflicted, he went astray. Isn't that true about you? Isn't that true about me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we go astray. and uh, But then the Lord disciplines us. And guess what? We... We won't do that again. You know, we'll, we'll get right back in line. But now have I kept thy word. He says back in verse 71, a little bit ahead, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn your statutes. He said it was great. He had a great mindset towards the discipline of God. And you and I benefit as well when we have the right kind of attitude towards God's chastening of us and disciplining us and expect it. Mm-hmm. When you got in trouble as you were younger, weren't you expecting uh, a uh, correction <laughs> uh, from your mom and dad? Uh, yeah, it was fearful, didn't particularly enjoy it, didn't particularly look forward to it. But we knew that more than likely uh, it was going to come. And, you know, as I look back after I got a little bit older, I thank, my, thank God for uh, my parents doing that, uh, for being that kind of disciplinarians in my life, uh, molding me and shaping me as I grew up. And the same is true uh, in God's dealing with us as well. Thou art good and doest good. Teach me thy statutes, 68 said. And again, you just see this preponderance of of desire by David to be taught. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has a, a teachable spirit about him. He has a desire, a passion to learn and to grow he sees the word of god and sees what god is saying and he sees his lack and his need to be able to know and to understand this and so he he goes directly to god you know he he recognizes that no man no woman nobody else can really teach him and tutor him the way the lord can and so uh he he's almost obsessed with this he said look teach me teach me teach me he said thou art good you're good he says that about God, and, and, and you do good. I mean, you're, yeah, he said, teach me your statutes. Teach me. I, I want to learn. And I tell you, if you and I maintain a, a teachable spirit, a desire to learn, to grow in grace, 
and grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we'll find that we're being taught. But if we are hesitant, if we resist, if we uh, have an attitude that no one else can really teach us anything, that we can't learn anything, then guess what? We're not going to learn anything. We're going to stay exactly where we are. There'll be no progression. There'll be no advancement. There'll be no more uh, understanding of the, the deeper things of God. And even the Apostle Paul in Hebrews says, let us go on. Let us leave the elementary teachings and things about Christ and move on to things that we haven't moved on to. And he says, God will allow this to happen. And we'll do it if God uh uh, prevents, pr- uh, provides, and permits, and so, um, <laughs> yes, it's moving on, moving on. Don't don't get stuck. Don't don't stay where you you know as a immature uh, child of God, but continue to grow, grow, grow. God desires to grow, and He provides for you and I to grow in grace. Yes, mm-hmm. you ought to be seeing uh, a deeper understanding of the same word, but it's just that it has. More to it than what you thought. Mm-hmm. You see more than what you had seen before. It was always there. The truth has always been true. Uh, but now you and I, we are discovering it. We are getting a better revelation of that. They're hard. And in fact, he goes on to say, uh, the proud have forged uh, a lie against me. Mm-hmm. But I will keep that precepts with my whole heart. Yes. You'll find persons around you that don't think you ought to be giving that much time to <clears throat> the word of God and, and your desiring to learn and to grow. Uh, persons will, will will say things about you is not true. And David had that experience. They, they forged uh, a lie against uh, me. They they built it. They pulled it together. They thought about it. Uh, and, and the proud. In other words, David is a humble, meek person who desires to learn and to know. And these others who don't have this same desire to grow and to learn and to know, uh, they, they force this lie against him. He said, but that's okay. And you and I have to have the same attitude. That's okay. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, persons may uh, may lie about you, may tell, uh, you know, not the truth about you. Uh-huh. And we know we know what the origin of that is. The devil himself, he is the accuser of the brethren and persons who may not be aware of the fact that they're being used by him. Yeah, they begin to accuse uh, the brethren of things that are not true. They begin to accuse sisters. There's accusations that are going about about this and about that. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what is happening right now. You can see the work of the enemy right here in our political system that's happening right now uh, with the president and so many different persons where there's accusations all over the place. And they keep saying, well, there's no, really no evidence yet, but, we, you know, we're still looking, we're investigating. Yeah, they're, they're doing the work of the enemy of accusing one another backwards and forwards. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 even those who lost the election, they're still accusing somebody else of somebody else's fault. Yep, mm-hmm, forging a lie. Yeah, it's all around us. It's, it's not only in politics, it's in religion, it's in education, it's, it's in uh, law enforcement, it's in everywhere. It's in your office. Yes, it is. It's all around because the enemy, uh, he is. Uh, he has his minions all over the place as well, forging these lies. But don't worry about that. Uh, you just keep on keeping on. Keep that, that the Lord's precepts. And, and I, I like how he says this, uh, but I will keep that precepts with my whole heart. Mm-hmm. It's not a, a half-baked kind of process. It's not uh, giving a little bit of energy to it, but it's a whole heart. 
Yes, his focus on that. Their heart is as fat as grease, but I delight in the law, in your law. It is good for me that I have been afflicted. We read that one earlier, that I might learn thy statutes. The law of your mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Yes, he really esteemed the word of God and, and uh, thought it highly more valuable to him mm-hmm. than gold itself and silver itself. And so just give God thanks and praise. And we thank the Lord. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Good morning, Mechanicsville. Good morning, Mechanicsville, Virginia. Yes, yes, we thank God for technology. We were able to share a little bit this morning. But guess what? Time is going by fast again. It don't take long. <laughs> Yeah, but we just give God thanks for technology, for us being able to share this one with another. Yes, yes, yes. Good morning, Mechanicsville. Lord, if they only knew how much you love them, they would worship and praise your holy name. Till the end of time What the world needs now To know God's love oh, Is enough to set you free starting to get down in your spirit something to know God's love that God loves you greatly and deeply that's what we want to do yeah to have this song the words of song uh, in your mind and heart and just thinking about God loving you loving you And then to be able to share this with somebody else, the fact that God loves them. And they need to know it. They need to know that God cares deeply for them and loves them deeply. Mm-hmm. Not just for you, not just for a few folk, but for everyone, everyone. God so loved the whole wide world. Yes, 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 yes. That he gave his only begotten son. Yes, we know all about that story. But the story is alive. It is life for you and for me. This is God's evidence, testimony of his love for the whole wide world. Oh, 
Mechanicsville. Don't forget to drop me a note. Just let me know. I'm listening wherever you are. We'll mention your town, your neighborhood, uh, your street, your community uh, on Good Morning America. Uh, Good Morning Mechanicsville as well. Yes. Yes. Pastor Curtis at Hotmail.com. Yes. What a wonderful day. Look, have a great day today. Yes. Just walk in his presence. Walk in his love all day today. 